TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning and welcome. Happy, happy Monday. We'll make it great. That's what we do. It's 8.07. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. With the answer is always Yes. Welcome to the Bob Rose Show. Top story, Florida State completely shafted in the college playoff. <laughs> yep. I, also, uh, am I not supposed to laugh? Uh, well, you can laugh if you want to. Okay. I think it's sad. I have empathy for Florida State fans because, well, I'm a human being. You're not a hater. I'm not a cold-hearted hater like you, Nick. But uh, Israel's pursuing and pressing into southern Gaza after the collapse of that ceasefire. So those are some of your top headlines. But joining us right now, our Florida representative for Gun Owners of America, Luis Valdez. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Thanks for what you guys do on the air. Hey, appreciate it. Appreciate what you do. So Governor DeSantis and Governor Newsom go at it. Uh, in the squared circle, back and forth in a debate. Lots of talk about taxes and stuff like that. I guess specifically when it comes to guns, gun ownership, crime, and all that. What was your takeaway? Well, my takeaway was both good and bad to the debate. Um, the governor clearly put Newsom in his place in showing the differences between Florida and California. The fact that California prosecutes uh, people defending themselves, the fact that California has uh, far more laws in place that make it difficult for people to legally own and carry a firearm. And, and of course, the fact that California has a revolving door prison system, which leads to higher crime rates. Those are all fantastic statistics to point out and show why Florida is better than California. But this is where the bad part of it came from. During the debate, uh, the host and moderator, Sean Hannity, posted a statistic from Every Town for Gun Safety, one of the most anti-gun organizations in the country, and of course, Every Town listed California as the number one anti-gun state. The bad statistic was that Florida was listed as number 19 out of 50. Now let that sink in. We're supposed to be the freest state in the country, but we're number 19 according to Every Town. That means there's a whole bunch more states that are quote unquote less anti-gun than Florida. That's a sickening statistic. We should be number 49 or 50, according to every town. But we're not. And the reasons why is this. Florida, like California, bans open carry. Florida, like California, bans anyone under the age of 21 from being able to legally purchase and carry a firearm. Florida, like California, has red flag laws and gun-free zones in place. That is a troubling issue. And that is what we're trying to fix in the legislature right now. 
Yeah, you and I have discussed it many times about the uh, the idea of open carry. I, I've always been supportive. I think that there are times when that is an effective way to carry it. But I also think that people should have the personal decision as to how they want to carry it, concealed or open. And uh, the state has really, I mean, it, we can't get that out of committee. And in most of these, um, the you know, our, our folks in Tallahassee, claim to be very conservative and very pro second amendment what what can we do to get them to to a change well to change is very simple we need to put pressure on our lawmakers in tallahassee and tell them that we don't want florida to be in the same group as california new york illinois washington new jersey we don't want them in the same group of states that you know make it erroneously hard and difficult for people to exercise and inalienable right that they're born with and that's the issue here and part of the and, and part of the fault here doesn't lie with the governor this is mostly an issue with the legislature the mm-hmm. governor cannot snap his fingers he can't change law on a whim you know we've all grew up watching schoolhouse rock how a bill becomes a law it has to go through the legislature it has to get passed by both chambers it has to have concurrence and all that and then go to the governor and get signed into law But that's the issue. We have a Republican-dominated legislature, a supermajority, and we are the only Republican state in the country that bans open carry, that bans anyone under the age of 21 from legally purchasing and carrying firearms. We have some of the most erroneous gun-free zones listed in Republican states. I mean, it's it's actually kind of sad and and ridiculous, especially when you have the governor— fighting on a national stage showing why Florida is better than California. And then for that statistic to come out and say, we're number 19 in the most of in, in ratings of most anti-gun states in the country. We're not even in the, we're in the first half of states that are bad. And most of the states that are ahead of us are Democrat controlled states. And we're, and again, we're the only Republican majority state that has these gun control laws on the books. That's sickening. Do you think that the governor would put a little bit of pressure on the legislature? Because he, he has said if he gets that bill, he would sign it. He has said that in the past. Should he call them out? Should he put pressure on them? Or is he too busy trying to run for a higher office? It's a little bit of column A and it's a little bit of column B. The problem is, is that the legislature, they control a lot of say on what the governor can and can't do. Remember, the governor can't draft and create legislation. Can he use his office more effectively as a bully pulpit? Yes, I truly believe so. I think he should crack the whip and, and you know, yell at lawmakers and say, let's fix this. But the other half of that coin is that the legislature, especially the legislative leadership, they control the power. They could determine what bills goes to what committee. And they have threatened lawmakers that if you introduce legislation that we personally don't approve of, your other bills for your other pet projects – We'll make sure they never see the light of day. And that's what's going on. You have a legislative leadership that is anti-gun and that coerces lawmakers not to introduce pro-gun bills. We saw it this past session with State um, Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo. She clearly said, I don't support open carry. I don't support it because the sheriffs don't support it. I don't think it needs to be done, blah, 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 blah. Mind you, the current leader of the Florida Sheriff's Association, Bill Leeper out of Nassau County, supports open carry. You have other sheriffs like um, 
Wayne Ivey out of Brevard County, he supports open carry. So the idea that the FSA now doesn't even support it is bupkis and bogus. So where is she going to now hide? But that's the issue. We have a legislative leadership that controls it. And because of that, they have the governor drawn over a barrel because they could control the legislation that goes to the governor. And it's what makes or sinks his campaign. Look, his fight against Disney, his policies for taxes, all of that, that comes through the legislature. And if the legislature doesn't pass those bills, then what does the governor have to campaign on? Well, look, the Senate president, it's absolutely okay to have your own opinion. But you only represent, you know, a certain sector, and you have representatives and senators from all over the state representing their constituents. What you do is you can have your opinion, but if you're working it from a political standpoint and putting pressure on them not to even bring the bill and not allowing them to come out of committee, you're not letting them do the people's work. In other words, if it's if it's not a good idea, it will fail eventually. But if you cut it off, cut off its legs before it gets out of committee, you're not doing the will of the people. You're doing your own personal will. Very much so. But that also is a fault with individual lawmakers. They need to have a spine and they need to defy legislative leadership and say, I don't work for you. I work for the people that put me in office. And that's part of the other problem, too, is that you have lawmakers who they have their pork barrel projects and they want them to get passed. And I've heard multiple I've heard the same excuse from multiple. Well, if I introduce a pro gun bill, my other bills are going to be killed. Well, here's the thing. Who do you serve? Do you serve the people or do you serve your campaign or do you serve your legacy or do you serve the legislative leadership? If you were put into office to represent your constituency and your constituency wants pro-gun legislation to advance, wants Second Amendment rights to be fully restored, because remember, we're not talking about granting new things. We're not talking about changing. It's a restoration of rights that have already existed. Well, well said as usual, and we'll stay on top of it, and we always appreciate the perspective. Uh, Luis Valdez, Gun Owners of America, thank you for your time, sir. Thank you, and again, thanks for what you do on the airwaves, brother. Our pleasure. We will talk to you again soon. Coming up, Biden's radical EV push. Congress may be standing up and saying, not so fast, pal. That's all on the way. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. The Dana Show. 
Yeah, how in the world do you say some of the stuff you say and not realize that it's anti-Semitic? Now, 10 p.m. nights. Is it because it has been used to shut down any kind of disagreement, even when it has nothing to do with race or faith? On 97.3 The Sky. Good morning. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, it's Monday, but we're going to make it great. So no, no fear there. Yeah, we're going to push forward. It is uh, 823. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. And your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Uh, top headline, top story that, you know, it's Nick that's laughing, not me. Florida State Seminoles really got shafted in this college playoff scenario. They I really think. did. And and look, and I uh, I have no input into that you know, specific thing, how they come up with those teams, other than to say, you know, the ACC, you can judge it however you want, but, I mean, they won. They won everything. They won their conference. They were undefeated. Every single person they faced came out with a loss. And if you're not going to, you know, stand up for that, I I just think you're making – just think you're making the wrong move. And, 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 and you can't get too many, like, place ahead, like, oh, well – you know, how many people will tune in or how good of a game will it be? There's no indication. You have no indication on that. You can't even – you could do all the statistics you want. You can plug in AI, and I can tell you that you're not going to be able to tell uh, effectively what is going to happen between any of the matchups. So, uh, all right, so on the Knowles side, right? They their stud quarterback goes down, and they didn't look as good – in those last couple of games without him. Mm-hmm. However, they won them. Right. And they won the, thir- the the extra game to win their conference title. They really did get the shaft. Oh, well. Well, look, uh, you know, hey, man, we're down to all like a third-string quarterback. Um, you know, uh, why even try? There's, You know, it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, it's a good thing that that kind of mentality was not adopted by, I don't know, Bill Belichick. Back when this uh, bench warmer named Tom Brady uh, got got a rare opportunity to be in an NFL football game, and unbelievable things happened not just in that game but for years and years. So you you gotta let it go. You gotta go with the serendipity. Hey, we don't know what Florida State's capable of with their uh, second string or third string quarterback. We we don't know and. And that goes also to point to the team and all the supporters who work so hard, who were undefeated. Do you punish them now because a player got hurt? Is that because that's what you're doing? Kind of you're punishing that's them. Kind of what happened, right? And you never know. Like, oh, a, an overconfident team comes in and says, "Oh, they're on their second or third string quarterback, and they come from a crappy division, and we can beat them." Uh, we've seen upsets before, and we'll see them again in the future. I just. I think they're trying too hard. They're manipulating it too much. That's all I'm saying, and I just think it, uh, it's not fair to the Seminoles, to the players, to the fans, it, and uh, it's wrong. But the playoff scenario, I mean, why they can't do a better job of it, why it couldn't have been expanded already. They go, yeah, we'll do it next year, we'll do it, then we'll do six, eight, two, whatever, but you've got a smaller division that's capable of doing it every year. There's always going to be somebody that feels like they've been screwed. Though, right. So. Uh, but in the grand scheme of things, in our lives, are we impacted by this? Most of us uh, are not. And it's still a form of entertainment. So let's hope that it's entertaining <laughs> enough, right? I know what's not entertaining is the thought of being forced into an electric vehicle. 
And not because electric vehicles are bad. It's just that we were never really told the whole story and the whole truth. It was very much a, a politically motivated move. Okay? And, in fact, the whole climate change is. And who's going to capitalize on this? Who's really going to make money off of our push toward green? It's going to be the Chinese. And, and to me, it's sort of like, if you're going to go down this EV path, what preparations have you made to do that? Uh, do, you, do you have? Do you, do you have mines that you're in control of to get you these rare earth minerals? No. And they sold off ones so recent of history as you knew they were going to be a problem. And, in fact, it was Joe Biden's son and his, you know, the company he was working for that helped to make one of those deals on one of those mines possible. In other words, they had a vested interest in the Chinese getting a greater percentage of ownership of these rare earth minerals, which they have a huge percentage now. We, we have relatively nothing. And, but our country, and we're going to make this huge push, uh, it, it doesn't make sense on a lot of different levels. But here we are. Now, the House can do something about it. They're expected to hold a floor vote this week on legislation that would strike down pending federal regulations targeting gas-powered vehicles and prohibit any future EV mandate. The choice in automobile retail sales, cars, you got to like that, choice in American retail sales, introduced over the uh, summer, uh, Representatives Tim Wahlberg out of Michigan and Andrew Clyde out of Georgia, both Republicans. It'll be considered by the House Rules Committee today uh, before officially receiving a floor vote, vote as soon as tomorrow, possibly. If the bill is passed, it would then be voted on by the Senate, where Republicans and Democratic Senator Joe Manchin recently introduced uh, companion legislation. So this could become a reality because without it, it is going to cripple our automobile industry. I don't think that the mandates are even attainable. It's going to make us much, much, much more reliant on China, and we're going to be spending a lot of American dollars uh, on Chinese-made products. We need to get stop that trend, reverse that trend. We're not. We haven't been. 829 on the Bob Rose Show. Got a good story. Got a story about saving a life. I think you're going to like it. That's coming up. You're listening to News Talk 97.3, The Sky. We stand. America will stand. Stand with Israel. War. People are criticizing Israel. We still stand by and say nothing. Are you kidding me? The fight against terrorism in Israel. We didn't want this war. Missiles and drones. It was forced upon us. Get breaking news on the sky. Ramped up airstrikes. No Iran continues to support Hamas. Hear about it first. Ground operation. Israel will finish it. Talk about it now. We have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Good morning. Welcome. Yeah, it's Monday, but that, that doesn't phase us at all because we push forward. Brothers and sisters. Yeah, we tough it out in this frozen, frigid. Oh, it's not so much, is it? No, no, it's really crazy warm. It is 836. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show, and we appreciate that. So, yeah, the uh, weather. How are you supposed to have Christmas with this kind of weather? Knock it off. Give us a little chill for a little while. Don't get crazy on us. But come on, Mother Nature. Hook us up. 
Hook us up for some chili stuff. You got to get in the shopping mode. I already have. It's easy for me. I know a lot of guys can't relate, and I've said it before. Yeah, I shop like a chick. I guess I sort of identify, even though as a male, maybe I identify as female in my ability to shop. Shop well, shop effectively. I have pretty good taste, I might say. Yeah, I was over at the uh, uh, the outlet malls. You ever go over there, uh, St. Augustine? Yeah, I got I got lucky, you might say. Oh. That's code. What? That's code. Well, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and poor it's poor and poor Betsy, and she loves to shop too, and and uh, and 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 God love her, but she's just not as good at it as I am. And what I mean by that wow. is. I find something. She goes, oh, how do you like that? I like it. What about this over here? Uh-huh. You don't need another jacket, but that jacket is cool. Indeed. Sold, bought, sold, yes. I bought another move, jacket. I, you bought another jacket? I bought what? another jacket. What's it spoke like? to me. Are you in triple digits for jackets yet? Oh, it's got to be close. It's got to be close. Yeah. So, all right, so what's this one? It is a varsity style jacket, of which I have several different ones, um, but it has this Guinness uh, motif to it, actual Guinness patch on it. Okay. And um, and it is, um, I would say it's not something I think you're going to see everywhere, so it's unique from that perspective. And it was 50% off. Well, there you go. Which, it doesn't matter that the starting price was somewhat ridiculous, I can say... I got it, fifty percent off. You saved money. Now, of course, if you hadn't bought it, you also would have saved more money. We don't. There's no second okay. side to the coin of rationalization. <laughs> <laughs> it's prima facie. It's right. Whatever's right there. That's it. I got it, and I felt good. That retail therapy was good. Okay. And then I, uh, uh, we went over to uh, Ford's garage. Right. And and ate there and uh, not giving them any kind of plug other than um, I had never been. Oh, okay. So, so, so yeah, I wanted to check been it to out. one locally here? No, this was in St. Augustine because okay. I was at All the right. outlet mall. Okay. So I went, you know, across there. the interstate, All which right. um, pff, don't do not do that on foot. You really should you really should drive that. Oh, okay. And, uh, but anyway, Ford's Garage. And uh, the service was great. Uh, menu good. Everything good. Um, I know. It was... It was it was good, like nothing to go crazy about. But yeah, nice weekend. Nothing. And you it spent was, some money and you felt good doing it. I did. I got that retail therapy. There you go. Yeah. Are and the, which are the kids getting anything for Christmas this year? No, I'm just checking. No, those spoiled brats. Are you kidding me? Oh wow. Those, those brats. Oh, oh they what? They have the Odyssey app now. <laughs> Boy, wouldn't that be something? It could be something. Hey, do you have the Odyssey app? You can download it today. It's really easy. Download the Odyssey app. It is spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y, and then search 97.3 The Sky and uh, follow the prompt, and you're all set. It really is that simple. Do we have a call on? It's not coming through on mine. It's Shep. Oh, okay. Electric car. All right, so Shep, it's not my fault. I wasn't avoiding I you. Know. It's uh, Nick doesn't know how to use the... Uh, the, the buttons and it's, the buttons. I know. It's hey, well, not. he's kind of new at this. It's a computer. <laughs> Davis Kingsville yeah. Chevrolet Skylines and Shep. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Concerning electric vehicles, uh, I tune into YouTube a lot to get automotive advice. I'm not going to name any names or manufacturers, but there's a gentleman who buys, sells, and restores classic vehicles. 
and he was just bought an electric pickup truck, not going to name the make, and he was going to do an evaluation. So he had purchased a classically restored 1930 pickup truck. So he was going to get it. So he hooked up a trailer to his electric pickup truck. The trailer's empty, mind you. And as he's driving the 30 miles to pick to get this uh, classically restored pickup truck, he was losing three miles of charge for every mile traveled. So when he gets to the location, they load up the 1930 pickup truck on the trailer, and he's driving back. He's losing. He's now losing seven to eight miles of charge for every mile he traveled. So his final evaluation of this electric pickup truck was, he says, well, if you want to go around styling in it to show how virtuous you are, it's great. If you want to do truck things with it, it's useless. Just thought I'd pass that on. See you later, guys. You know, that, if, that's very timely because, as I would mentioned earlier, the House, uh, it could come to a vote uh, if it pushes through the, the Rules Committee. That would basically stop the mandate that uh, President Biden had put into place. And, and it's because we're not ready, uh, really, for that infrastructure-wise at all. And it's going to also be very destructive to the automotive industry as well. So they, they may actually put a stop to this. Now, I noticed, you know, I'm trying to get the manufacturer, I believe it was Chevrolet, that advertised their EV stuff, and they were doing it from the perspective of the guy being cheap. In other words, he went to a local cafe or whatever, and he orders, um, he orders toast because he's cheap. And, and he goes, yeah, and Chevrolet is, you know, they, they understand this or whatever. And he goes out there, and they put the, uh, the numbers up kind of quickly on, on the vehicles, at, but they were what I would call by today's standards reasonably priced. And, um, and so, yeah, that was their point is, you know, hey, these are reasonably priced vehicles because Chevrolet gets it or whatever. And, uh, you know, good for them. And that's what you do. You promote something and then, then the consumer decides whether or not they want to make the purchase versus the government forcing you to make some sort of a purchase. And one that's really quite expensive, even if you get the, you know, the cheap end of the electric vehicle. But here's my concern. Have you seen in clarity how much it will cost to drive an electric car? I mean, how much does it cost to plug it in? How far will it go and all that? And give us a pretty good ballpark figure. Now, I realize it's going to be different everywhere because of the price per kilowatt hour in wherever you live. But if you have a ballpark figure, and then you can kind of plug it in. And I know if you do some research, you can dig some stuff up. But they certainly haven't done much to um, make that information easy, easy to understand. And, and I'll tell you why. Because I believe at the end of the day, depending on where you live and how much you're paying for electricity, it might not be much of a savings uh, versus gas. Now, that would depend on what you're currently driving. I mean, if you... Get rid of a Jeep that's like a brick getting 12 miles to the gallon uh, and you get an EV, then I would imagine you're probably going to save just like you would save if you've got a more fuel efficient uh, vehicle. But I wonder why they don't they don't seem to be promoting that or advertising that leads me to believe that perhaps there isn't a great deal of savings there. 
And but then they, they try to sell you on the, you know, and this vehicle won't pollute at all. Well, maybe not now, but it's gonna pollute when I'm charging it. If the power depending on where the power's coming from, right? It it polluted when they dug those mines to get the rare earth minerals, right? And it's going to pollute when you have to get rid of those batteries. Where are you going to put those? So, look, give consumers the real information, the real facts, and they'll make an informed decision. And if there's a market for it, that market will thrive. But to be forced by government mandate, well, it's just un-American. Period. 845 on the Bob Rose Show. Much more to come. You're listening to News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Afternoons at 3. It's happening around our country. Sean Hannity. The chanting. This world's gone mad. Anybody with a conscience knows who the victim is. On 97.3 The Sky. Wow, can you believe it? This morning is moving right along. It's almost 8.51. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show, and we're trying to make Mondays great. It's what we do. Top story, Florida State absolutely getting shafted in the college playoff picture. A perfectly undefeated season apparently is not good enough to make it into the top four. And FSU fans, students, and, uh, and, and, and folks that work at the school, everybody is absolutely disgusted by it. Israel is pressing into southern Gaza after the collapse of the ceasefire on Friday. We'll continue to follow that. But a good story, and we need it. A baby was left alone in the woods uh, uh, just an hour after she was born, uh, and now she has a forever family. Thanks to deputies and residents who brought the child to safely. This actual occurrence happened about a year ago, but now we're seeing it legally come to fruition. Uh, Wednesday, November 29th, the baby girl was officially adopted, according to PIO Brian uh, Bruschi of the Polk County Sheriff's Office in Winter Haven. We have an exciting update to share. Nearly one year ago, January 28th at 1.47 in the morning, deputies rescued an abandoned newborn girl in Mulberry. That's, uh, and that's just outside of Plant City there in, in Polk County. And the girl was wrapped in a blanket still attached to the placenta. The temperature outside was in the lower 50s. member of Polk County Fire Rescue checked the girl out, determined that based on her temperature, she had been born about an hour after she was found, fortunately. A nearby resident heard the baby's cries. I mean, it's out in the woods. The couple who adopted the child are declining interviews for now, but they allowed police to share photos with everyone who followed the baby's story and prayed for her well-being. They're thrilled to share with you these photos from this morning of this precious angel uh, with her new mom and dad, along with uh, Detective Green, Sergeant Ryan, and a January 29th press conference uh, this was, uh, you know, nearly a year ago. Uh, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd told reporters some details surrounding the child's abandonment. They got the call at 1.45 a.m. You know, imagine, middle of the night, uh, somebody had heard a baby crying outside. Wow. And um, a neighbor uh, thought it could have been, you know, some cats screaming or fighting or something like that. But it, uh, you know, it went away for a few minutes and it came back. And so they uh, they found the child, and the child's got a forever home. And I, I just I love that kind of a story. I really do. And I and we need more of them. And that's what I like to see. It's really push, promote adoption, 
and and uh, you know the safe dropping off of a baby if that's necessary which they do many fire rescue areas there's a place to do that many hospitals do that and um i guess maybe we could do a better job of getting the word out um so that people don't leave a child in the middle of the woods that's not good for the child clearly but i like it that story absolutely has a happy ending davis kingsville chevrolet skylines lars from mars good morning Good morning, Bob. It's interesting you should mention uh, out in the woods because the people who are going to suffer the most from any electric vehicle mandate are people who live out in the woods. There's no infrastructure, even if they could wire infrastructure out there. Uh, you know how we're always subject to uh, hurricanes, uh, hurricane force winds, uh, uh, afternoon storms that knock trees over and hundreds of people are knocked out of power. How would you get out? of where you live at an electric vehicle, if you can't charge it, it costs more because it's farther to go anywhere that you need to go. And if it powers out and you have to leave in an emergency, uh, yeah, you're going to be stuck, S-T-U-K, stuck. And that that just doesn't set well with me. No, it's look, it's problematic, the logistics of it, clearly a lack of infrastructure. I'm assuming that if you're going to be able to invest in an electric car, you also would invest in a home unit do you know about what they go for offhand nick uh, you can spend a thousand bucks that's probably uh, the lowest end of getting something that would be effective well, right yeah i mean you can it's about 500 to 600 dollars for the unit you know for the plug and the unit and stuff and it's going to cost you about four or five hundred dollars to get an electrician to install a 240 but for maybe another extra 100 or two, you could get that electrician to, to run a line and, and tap off of maybe your neighbor's Absolutely. power. That's, yeah. In, right? in the great American rural tradition, you know, it was just like in the 20s and stuff. You know, it was amazing. One person got electricity out in a rural area. Nobody else had it. You come in two months later and everybody has got electricity. Oh, yeah. Hey, real quick, let's go to uh, Hollywood. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, guys. Sure appreciate what you do. And, Bob, thanks for sharing the story about the little baby that finally was adopted. And I, what, what bothers me is that we've got to find a way to make a, the adoption process easier and less expensive. When I was pastoring in Nashville, Tennessee, one of our couples uh, adopted a couple of children from China, and it cost them multiple tens of thousands of dollars, not to mention the travel back and forth in China. Right. We've definitely got to do better here. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm pushing for as well. Here's what's trending on the sky. Abigail was among 13 houses released from Gaza. Will the ceasefire extend the news that's trending? Anti-Semitism is now on the rise. Anti-Semitism has no place in America. The news that's now. Derek Chauvin stabbed and expected to survive. The news station. He filed an expulsion of Congressman Santos. I'm going to fight the witch. I'm going to take care of clearing my name, and I look forward to doing that. Listen live on the free Odyssey app. All the news you need for your day on 97.3 The Sky. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 